Good evening, everybody. Happy late Wednesday. If you are headed off to Bible study, I pray that you get some good word. I pray that you get a word that is going to compel you, that's going to take you uh, later over into this evening when you have to go home and deal with your family. I hope that it's a word that rejuvenates you, that gets you prepared for in the morning when you have to go back out into the battlefield. Because how many of you know that in the life of a believer, each and every day, God allows us to wake up and go out into the workplace, whatever it is that you do during the course of your day, that is your battlefield. That is your war ground. That is where you are supposed to shine light in darkness. So many times we forget that. We think that being a Christian is easy. It is not. It is not. There are some days when you feel like, what is the use? What is the purpose? But the purpose is your Jeremiah 29 and 11. Read it when you get a moment. God has a plan for us. He has a plan for each and every one of us that is supposed to be the map. It's supposed to be what, what energizes us and what gets us up from day to day, knowing that God has a plan, that he has a purpose for us in mind. Really quickly, I was just encouraged just as I was on my way home from work and I was uh, listening to a lady give her testimony and it just inspired me to come back and inspire you. And I want to ask you a question. How do we enter into the presence of God? Sometimes I've wondered that myself and sometimes God can answer us. It may be weeks down the line. And we'll hear a word and we'll be reminded that, you know what? I asked God, you know, what was so-and-so and so, and now here is my answer. And I just want to tell you that it is not as hard as we think that it may be sometimes. A lot of times we condemn ourselves and we feel like, you know, how can I go back into the presence of God when I've done so-and-so, when I said so-and-so, but let me tell you, God, he we have to put him in the place of a father where he should be a father, an earthly father. If you, you know, had a relationship with your father and he raised you and he did everything that he knew to do as a father to raise you when you would mess up and you would make a mistake or when you needed to be retaught, he was there and you could go to him and, and you could say, well, you know, daddy, what, what is it that I need to do? Uh, if you, if it was a car that you had and you didn't know how to fix it, or you didn't know how to, if, if you were having problems with it, you could go to your, your earthly father and say, how do I fix this? What do I need to do? Or daddy, I need money or daddy, I need this. And so it's just the same thing with our heavenly father. When we mess up, when we want to learn something, when we want to do something, when we want to, uh, uh, if it's another place in life that we are asking God to take us, we go to him just like we do our natural father. And we ask him, what do I need to do? How do I fix this? What tools do I need? So they both pretty much play the same role in the line of a father. And so when we want to go into his presence, let me just give you what the word of God says. And I'm going to make this very simple because, you know, I believe I'm a a simple type chick. I don't like to make things 
hard and difficult. That's for somebody else. That's just not my cup of tea. So let me just say that the word simply says to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. We're supposed to thank God and bless his name. So that says to me very simply that we're just supposed to just, just, just go to wherever your secret closet is and go in that secret closet with thanksgiving ready to say, God, I thank you for food on my table. God, I thank you that my children are okay. God, I thank you that you got me out of that wrong relationship. God, I thank you for my job. God, I thank you that you heal my body. God, I thank you that when I was sick, that you saw me through that, that you comforted me, that you eased the pain. We're supposed to go to wherever that secret closet is, or whether it's your, your uh, weekly place of worship, you're supposed to already on your drive there you're supposed or if you're walking down your hallway in your uh in your home to your bedroom to close that door wherever you're going to meet him you're supposed to already have a thanksgiving in your heart that's going to come out through your mouth so that he can hear you whatever it is you don't have to be a christian to think about something good that has happened to you let me tell you if it did that it came from god if god allowed you to wake up this morning whether you're a sinner or saved god allowed the breath of life to come out of you. So that's something to thank him about. So entering into his courts, entering into his gates with thanksgiving and praise is how we enter into the presence of God. And we're supposed to bless his name. So at his name alone, we are supposed to say, thank you, God. We're supposed to bless his name. So when you hear the name Jesus say, oh my God, Jesus, I bless your name. When we enter into, when we want to enter into his presence, we are supposed to praise him. What are we praising him for? Well, in my mind, the same things that we thanked him for. So God, I praise you. I exalt your name. I magnify who you are because you saved my children because you allowed me to get through something that was painful. You, I praise your name. I praise you, God, because I didn't know how I was going to make it from day to day when I lost my mother. I didn't know how I was going to make it from day to day when I lost my child. I myself have lost a child. I carried him for five months. So he was alive inside of me and me and my husband, we got a chance to hold him in our arms. We got a chance to take pictures with him. We have a memory box of his little hat that he wore. So I didn't know in my mind at the time, I did not think that I didn't, I wasn't aware that I was emotionally and mentally lost off balance until my sissy dude came to my house and she said, it's something wrong with you. Thank God for people who are with you in covenant to pray for you. They can see when you're going through, even when you don't, you're not aware. We're so deep in it that we can't see it. So God sent her and she, and I was surprised because I'm like, what are you doing here? Unannounced at that. And she said, it's something wrong with you. 
And I said, no, it's not. She said, yes, it is. She said, and I'm not leaving here. And I don't know if any of you all know my sister do, but she don't play. She said, I'm not leaving here until you get this up off you. And thank God for her because she saw that I was really depressed. I was really hurt. And so I released that hurt. I released that pain. And so I didn't know how I was going to make it through that. But I praised my way out. That's the only thing I can say that I praised my way out. I thought of something good to thank him for. And the word says to to uh, seek the kingdom of God first and all of his righteousness and then everything else we need will be added. So those are the things that I did. I praised God. I entered into his presence with thanksgiving and praise. And that is how I got out of a rough place a hurtful place, a place of disappointment. And the word, and we're still talking about entering into the Lord's presence. How do we do that? And so we do it by praising him and worshiping him and blessing his name. And I'll give you <clears throat> another scripture that says that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So just at the thought, just at hearing someone else say that we're going into the house of the Lord, let's go into the house of the Lord. I'm supposed to be glad about that. Just the thought of we're getting ready to go get excited. Well, why would I get excited about going to church? See, that's the problem because you look at going to church as just a building. When you are the church, the church is inside of you. So you, the church need to be glad when you hear somebody say, let's go into the house of the Lord. So today I just want to encourage you that going into the presence of God is not a scary statement. It is an exciting statement. It should, it's supposed to give you joy. It's supposed to give you peace of mind. It's supposed to enlighten your heavy spirit because when you get to the present, when you go into the presence of God, when you enter into his courts and when you enter into his gates, there are going to be other believers. there, like-minded believers and where two or three are gathered together, are gathered together in his name, there he will be in the midst. Excuse me. I thought I heard somebody knocking on my door. <laughs> I was about to get my peace. Okay. So when we are getting ready to enter into the presence of God, we are supposed to be excited because there are going to be other like-minded believers there that you can give your testimony to, that they can share their testimony with you, that Someone's going to give, sing a hymn unto God. That's going to encourage someone there. Someone's going to give a, a word as my grandmother would say from on high, that's going to encourage you and help you to make it to the next moment. There are some people who they, I've heard people say, Oh, I need a word to get me through the next day. Let me tell you something about this chick right here. Sometimes I need a word just to get me to the next moment because the enemy is so heavy on me. He's so hard on me. He's not letting up. And I realize that's his job to do so. But let me tell you that the heavier, the heavier, the weight of 
the, the, the hell and the stress and the confusion is the heavier weight of glory that's going to be on you. It's the heavier, the anointing is going to be on you. So let me just say to you, entering into the presence of God is a wonderful thing because you're going to get strength there. You're going to be revived there. You're going to be renewed there. You're going to be healed in the presence of God. Your faith is going to be restored. Your hope is going to be renewed. Get excited about entering into the presence of God. It is the only thing. I'm so sorry to have to tell you this. It's not going to be your, it's not going to be your sugar daddy. It's not going to be your chick on the side. It's not going to be somebody that you just, well, we just friends with benefits. It's not going to be None of that. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be your mama, it's not gonna be your daddy or your children. It is going to be Christ Himself. It is going to be His Word. The Word is what is supposed to sustain you. And my walk with God, I used to hear people say this, and I used to say, I don't wonder what that means when they would say, just every day gets a little bit sweeter when you walk with Jesus, and every day. My walk with him gets a little bit sweeter. It gets a little bit more enlightened. And let me give you something that just might help you. If you're new to going into the presence of God, let me tell you something that helps me. When I know I'm going to be home by myself, I come home. I get everything taken care of. And I turn off the lights. I turn off the TV. I turn my ringer down and I just begin to walk the floors and I just begin to just say his name. I just begin to call on him. And before you know it, the tears fall and you feel his presence. You feel a peace. You feel the sense of release because that is God's way of letting you know that he's there. And you may say, well, why you got to turn the lights off? And I wondered that myself. I'm like, why do we turn the lights off? I've heard other believers say it. <clears throat> and this is what I believe God gave me. He said, when you want to meet with your lover, or if you have a boyfriend that, that, that you want to hook up with, or just somebody, a special person you want to spend some time with, we gonna, you know, we're going to kick it. What do we do? We turn them lights down low. <laughs> we turn them lights down low. We set the atmosphere to entertain that person. Now we're not entertaining God, but we're letting him know that this is an intimate moment and I don't want any distractions. I don't want any interruptions. So that's why we turn the lights down low because we want to set the scene. We want to set the atmosphere. There's a singer, an R&B singer. His name is Joe. He said, let's make a love scene. Let's create a love scene. And that's what we want to do for God. Because when we enter into his presence, we want him to know how much we love him. We want him to know that we have set the atmosphere for nobody but him. So I hope that I have said something that has helped you, that has encouraged you about entering into the presence of God. Get excited. It's a good thing because there's going to be restoration there. If you have not given your life to Christ, just say, 
God, I need a Lord and a Savior. I believe that your son lived and that he died, that he hung on the cross and that he shed his blood as a remission of sin to cover the whole world. And I want to be saved and I believe that I am now saved. Then your life starts. Your new life starts. You're going to have good days, bad days, but just know that you can enter into the presence of God, thanking him, knowing that when you come out of the fire, you will not even smell like smoke. You are be blessed. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He's going to hear your cry and you're going to have, I speak by faith that you're going to have a dynamic profound off the chain testimony. You guys be blessed until next time. Love you. Bye-bye.